Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Try, try, and told, try and told him I'm a beast, bud. What's up, gang? What's up, Welcome gang? to the broadcast. Simon Arias here. Get ready. It's a new day. What's up, gang? Welcome to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. And we have a special, special guest, multiple guest appearance in the house in Sam and Sam. We have <laughs> Sam Sr. and Sam. We have Big Sam and, and, and Little Sam and, and uh, Sam, Sam, and Simon over here. So we got, we got the three S's. So I asked for the first time uh, to have a parent of uh, a, a young man, you know, I hate to say a kid, you're not a kid, you know, anymore, but the, uh, a young adult uh, that's working with us, who's had a lot of success uh, in Sam. Uh, I had the opportunity to meet his, his father recently and uh, just loved his mindset and, and, and personality. And I thought he'd be able to add some value to us here on the podcast. And, uh, and, and he accepted. So I appreciate having you on there big sam no good to be here man thanks so, for the invite so let me let's start out with how i met how i met little sam okay <laughs> it's uh you know it's better than big richard little richard right you know what yeah. i'm saying we got <laughs> big sam and, and, and little sam so how i met young sam uh i was at a coffee shop and uh i was at here in uh, convive is it convive or convive how Com do they convive yeah, convive okay convive yeah. so I've, I've just been pronouncing it convive <laughs> yeah. wrong for two years everybody just lets me get away with it so uh convive in and uh i'm usually and i can remember exactly what i was doing at, at this point i was um uh i was getting this thing finalized for my wife natalie mm -hmm. I, I was um making this calendar that i kept track for a year um and I was going to give it to her on Thanksgiving of every single day of the year. One thing that I appreciated uh, about her, mm -hmm. because I think in the midst of, of the grind of business or relationships, you know, especially when you're always focused on fixing problems, you know, you tend to look at only the, the problems. And I, you know, I read in a book that uh, somebody did this and I said, you know what, I'm going to focus only on the positive that I see in Natalie, only the things that she's that maybe would, I would overlook and not, find appreciation on and and uh and so I started to jot those down and I was finalizing that in in convive and I was explaining Katie to Katie how to how to put it on a thing and and um and and Sam had his laptop out and um I remember seeing him sitting there and he just comes up to me and uh he asked me what is it that you know what is it that you do mm -hmm. and and I said well sit down and I, I explained a little bit of it and I think you were going to Slippery Rock mm -hmm. at yeah, the was, time. Yeah, I was in school yep, at that time. Yep. Yep. So he was in school, and I said, you know, at the end of talking to him, you know, I'm thinking, you know, this kid is is super intelligent, good personality, got some guts to get up and, and talk to me. And uh, so I said, why don't you come up and, and maybe get an internship mm -hmm. with us? And so I set you up with uh, Brody Evanson, and you did the in, you talked about doing the internship, came in, and a couple weeks later, uh, you end up in my office. Mm -hmm. And, and he says, you know what, I think I'm going to do, I, I think I just want to do the whole, right. the whole thing yeah. here. And so I'm thinking, okay, uh, it's getting real. Mm -hmm. You know, now I'm thinking, oh, Big Sam's going to want to kill me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, Big Sam ain't going to like me. I didn't, I didn't know it was going to move like this because mm -hmm. I didn't know that you were such, and I, I don't want to use this in a bad term, but I, I use this in business sometimes. And, right. you know, I didn't know you were such a killer. 
You know what I mean? He's like a silent assassin. He, you know, he looks he looks like he's just going to be working on computers and he's, you know, a real kind of smart and but he's more than just a, a a smart kid. I mean, he he is he is not only well put together, but he's also got it inside internally that it's hard for you to view. So I'm looking at him as this kid, he's going to college. I'm assuming he's, you know, probably not in something that he would want to do sales. Mm -hmm. He's young, you know, he's smart and I I just never expected that to be what you would end up doing that fast, mm -hmm. you know, over time. And so tell me what was going through your mind uh, at the time before we start to introduce everybody to your dad. Yeah. So, I mean, at the time when we met, I mean, I was going to school I, at that time. I didn't, I mean, I really didn't know, you know, what I wanted to do. I was just, and how old were you? 20, I was 21 at that or no, 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 20. I was 20 at that time. Okay. 20, yeah, 20. Um, yeah, I, I had, you know, I had no clue what I really wanted to do. I didn't know. Yeah, two um, two weeks earlier, we had uh, got him an apartment. He hadn't even moved yeah, into it. Yeah. Paid okay. the security deposit, paid the first month's Everything. rent. <laughs> Everything. We were about to move in. About yeah. to move in. Yeah. Um, but no, it was, you know, I, I was kind of at the time I was going to school just for like a business degree just because, you know, kind of just follow along with everyone, get a business degree and, you yeah. know, be all right. Kind of yeah. stuff like that. Um. But when I met you and we had that conversation, it you know I knew I knew it was a life like a life changing conversation. Like I just I had a feeling you know that it was gonna like something big was gonna come from it. And I remember that day like it was yesterday because I went home and he was in his office and I told him, and you know yeah I I, I, I remember that I re yeah <laughs> yeah I remember him coming yeah. home not to not to break your stride here Sam but uh, comes home he told me he had met you. And, I, you know, I asked him, you know, what made you go up to Simon? And you might not know this. I forget what car you pulled in to the coffee shop. He was driving at the Bentley. <laughs> I had the Bentley. Yeah, yeah, the Bentley. So Sam's sitting there. He sees this young guy pulling in a Bentley over there working on his computer. Now, I know my son. He's <laughs> going to go up and check this out, right? Right? Uh, so I, I was sitting there, and, you know, I tend to – play the devil's advocate. Of you know. course. Yeah, as, as a, a parent, dad, for as sure. a parent, you know. He tells me, meets this guy, and he wants to do this internship. But, you know, Sam's Sam's like a good pool pool player. You know, he's not focusing on the first shot. I know he's setting me up. Okay. He's, he's looking at three shots down the road, right? Because right. <laughs> I know something's coming, right? Okay. So he uh, tells me he's going to meet with this guy, possibly do, you know, an internship like he had mentioned. So I'm like, well, who is the guy? You know, what's going on? I, I, you know, and he tells me more. So then he comes up and meets with you. And then I, I go into, you know, action and get a, I, I get a PhD on Simon Arias. Right? Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> oh, he did right. research. Okay. I That's mean, what I, Natalie's mom did yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> I search it out. And, uh, so he starts his internship yeah. and then, uh, he can tell from there yeah. that when he came, why don't you yeah. Yeah. I mean, pri like after we met, like it, it, it felt like very quickly I started to get like a direction in my life, you know, like going to school. I wasn't happy. I wasn't, I just didn't know where I was going. You're going through the motions. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. What was it that jumped out, you know, that you, at you, you think that was like, all right, I think this is something I want to commit to. I think, I mean, there was a lot, I mean, seeing everything because I've noticed the best things in my life that have come in my life have appeared after I've taken risks. You know, come on. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Yeah. yeah. 
So, you know, I took a risk, you know, coming up. John Maxwell says, you know, those of you, you know, that John Maxwell is one of my favorite authors mm-hmm. of, of all time. Uh, leadership expert, number one leadership uh, author and speaker in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, he always says in, in order to get something for everything you gain, you got to give up. Right. You got to give up something. Right. And, and so, though, so I remember then you started to. Uh, we would have these mentorship sessions in the mm-hmm. beginning. You mm-hmm. would come and you said, hey, can I get some of your time? I'll bring yeah. you questions and, you know, all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. and you show up with questions. Yeah. And and uh, you would record those, yeah. you know, questions. So I'm thinking, man, I, I better do the right thing. I'm sure he's going to go back and his dad's going <laughs> to further increase then. his Ph.D. <laughs> right. here. And uh, and so we would ask, and, but you would bring such great questions. And mm-hmm. in those questions in our conversations, I start to learn more about your dad, mm-hmm. you know, because I start thinking like, why, how were you able to pull that off? How did you pull that sale off to your parents to allow you to come in and just say, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to slip and rock, you know, anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And you started to tell me about your dad. And and then it started to make a little bit more sense of, of some of this stuff. So, uh, big Sam, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background from the yeah. steel mill industry <laughs> and kind of how you came into to what you came into. Yeah. So I was, I was born and raised up North, uh, North of here in Newcastle. Um, my parents, uh, hardworking, both born, You're born in Newcastle, born in Newcastle. Wow. Oh yeah. My dad. Uh, so my, my dad, goddaughter that lives with me now, Amaya, yeah. she's from Newcastle. Yeah. So she's been with me for a few years. I got some roots in Newcastle. Oh yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my dad's one of seven. My mom's one of 11. So lots of aunts and uncles. Wow. And uh, big family. Yeah. Uh, dad born during the Depression. He's going to turn 89 this year. My mom was born in 36. So we were always, you know, instilled with a very stout work ethic. I mean, you know, it was almost by default because, you know, if you wanted something, you know, you had to work for it. Uh, and uh, so I, you know, did the jobs up there, worked multiple jobs, didn't do all that great in high school. I mean, I did okay, but once I started working, I said, you know, this, you know, and I, and I really enjoy listening to well-read people, educated people. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a great route to take, okay? But uh, I, I, I didn't think that was, you know, I just wanted to make some money and, uh, you so know. So no college? No, well. Coming out of high school? No college out okay. of high school. What okay. I did was I basically, some buddies of mine were driving down. They needed a ride to Pittsburgh to look at a technical school for electronics. I said, yeah, I'll give you a ride. So the guy said to me after this, hey, do you want to take the test? I said, yeah, I'll take the test. And uh, I passed it. He said, you want to go here, Electronics Institute? I looked at those guys and I said, hey, can I live with you guys? They said, sure. You know, so I started Electronics Institute, got a degree in electronics, you know, graduated from there, got a job fixing computers for 10 years. Then I had a guy, I didn't know it then, but I, it was uh, kind of my foray into uh, mentors, mentorship. You know, this guy took a liking to me, became, at the time, I didn't realize that it, it was a mentor. And, you know, nine years into fixing computers, he came to me and basically said, hey, we need you on the sales side doing some things. I was very nervous. Like Sam said, it's a risk. I took the risk. And as they said, it's all history after that. I got into sales, never looked back. Actually, I was going to night school with uh, a local school here called Point Park for an electrical engineering technology degree. And uh, once I got into sales, I had about 20-some credits left, but I, I just never went back because sales was my thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you got into sales. 
Yeah. And and did and ended up doing doing well. Yeah. Yeah. I uh you know, I started uh you probably haven't even heard of this company, Wang. Wang Corporation. That uh-huh. was way back when. Then I got a shot to go to EMC, which was pretty pretty good company. And uh once I got there, just never looked back. Uh you know, some of the not having the education I had to you know, I would get up 30 minutes early, you know, 30 minutes a day, I'd read in the industry, do all the things that some of the other guys didn't have to do. But, you know, it was kind of my schematic to success. Yeah. I remember when in our mentorship sessions, you know, uh, little Sam would, would tell me about, you know, some of the success, you know, Mm -hmm. where he got some of his ambition, you know, from you, he's seen you uh, put up some big numbers, he's seen you start to make some, some, some big money, some sizable uh, income. And so he started to get, get a little ambition from that and also see what's possible. Mm-hmm. And so my mind automatically went to, man, you know, I can't really can't wait to meet him because not only has he had some success, I, I knew a little bit about your background now at this point, but to give your son the blessing yeah. after having you have success, you know, a lot of people, you know, some people that come here that do well, oftentimes they have this rough background and, you know, didn't sure. come from a lot. And so they got that grit. They got, they got that hunger, but it's always intriguing to me. And, and this is a rarity, but you know, it's, it's intriguing to me to get somebody that came from a more affluent background. You know, dad yeah. had some success, two good parents went to NA come here and you're, and, and you're getting the blessing. Right. Right. And, and, but then you also got it, that, mm-hmm. that drive and hunger. So I'm like, this is weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. there's something, something, yeah. uh, something to this thing. And so, you know, I, I would like to start picking your brain on, you know, what uh, habits or tips you have for other people to be successful, because I know you've had a lot of success in, in your oh, life. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, I always tell Sam, I'm, I'm not the burning bush here. It's cafeteria <laughs> style with me. You know, I'm going to tell you some things. And you pick and choose what works for you. But one point I wanted to make, when he did come to me, okay, and ultimately said, he came to me and said, look, I'm, I'm going to do this internship. I said, all right. I said, but it better not affect your studies, right? You know, we're paying for you to go to school up there. <laughs> so affected that, his studies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So that lasted a couple of weeks or so. And then he comes to me and says, uh, you know, I got a shot here to become an agent, you know. And I really... You know, he just, when he talked about the environment here, yeah, yeah. you know, he's, he's just face is lit up. I saw the passion. I saw that he had, uh, he had met people here that, uh, you know, could show him a path to where he wanted to go without college, you know? Mm-hmm. And here again, I, I'm not poo-pooing on college, yeah. you know? Uh so he came to me and said, and I, you know, I, I fought a little. I said, well, I don't know. And he said, well, I'm going to do the agent thing and I'm going to stay in school. And I said, mm-hmm. look, years ago I became a hybrid manager, kind of like a player coach, and that don't work. Okay. It's just, it's difficult sometimes, at least in my industry, it didn't work. Other industries, it would work. And uh, so we sat down, we had a long talk and, you know, I, I'm not a, I told you so type of guy. You know, if we make a decision together, then I'm going to back you 110%. So we made the decision, and uh, we went up there. We had to sublet that apartment. You know, took yeah. a little bit of a bath on some dough up there. <laughs> yeah, we did. And, and uh, so he started. Man, start- God bless you for for supporting him, mm-hmm. 
in that. Like yeah. it, it, it's so important to have that support. It's so rare, you know, to have your father or parents speaking life into you and saying, you know, I don't know, but yeah, I'm a back you. I'm a back mm-hmm. you on this. I yeah. got that from my mom. Yeah, you know, young coming into this, and I watched so many not get this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. not, the complete opposite. Like there's no way. You know what I mean? Right. You're not. You're not having it. Not. And it's sad because I've seen some some people that really could have been special, really could have changed their life. And, and the longer I'm into this, you know, it's, it's like, man, it's good that God put, oh, yeah. took the money off the table for me. Now mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, it's, I like it, yeah. but it ain't the thing, you know, I'm, I'm good, you know, right. there. And so I could really just, just give a shit about the people, man. And the more you do that, the more we keep exploding. So when I see some of these people and I'm like, man, this, yeah. this kid really, I could have, we could have helped this one. And, but his parents, you know, were like, right. you know, no way yeah. you're, you're going to do this. Right. You know, it's like, man, to have that from you well, I appreciate really that. says a lot. Well, you know? here again, you know, I, uh, you know, I've had mentors. I, I talked to a couple of my mentors. I got a guy, I got a guy that was born and raised in Youngstown, uh, John Rafiti over there. He's, I like to pick guys, he, I, I don't know if he'll hear this, but he's 10 years older than me. So he's okay. kind of been through the path before me. I ran it past him. No, Sammy Rafiti. He's an attorney. Yeah. Over there. You know, Sammy Quick Stop. (laughs) So, uh, you know, and I like the point you made. I mean, if you're going to let a guy, you're going to let your kid do something, and then you're going to take the posture of the I told you so, you're setting them up to fail, right? Mm -hmm. You're you're putting them out there with one arm tied behind his back. So he needed to know as a team, I support you, man, you know. I'm going to, you know, if you want to come to me for some mentoring, some sell stuff, I can help you. But, you know, I've helped him, uh, you know, but this kid, you know, he kind of, he, got, he it. got it. He, he got, got it. it. But he got a lot of it from you. He right. just made uh, six figures right. this this past year. Mm-hmm. 20, uh, 21 years old. 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Before I did. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's how far ahead of the game you are, Thank bro. You. you know what yeah. I mean? I was 23 years old right. when it when it first hit mm-hmm. that I made, you know, six figures, and you did it at 21. Mm-hmm. So whatever you see in me, if you think I'm ahead of the game, you just got to keep running because you're right. already ahead of the of the pace. I mm-hmm. didn't even have the maturity that you have, you know, right now at at, at 21. I, I I didn't even have a suit that fit me, mm-hmm. you know, at, at at 21 years old, man. So. Your uh, kudos to you, Thank and, you. and uh, so proud of you, and, and excited for for your future. And, and you've man, you've done some special things already in this agency. Uh, Big Sam, what what success tips can you give to the listener out there? You know, business success habits that you've picked up over the years. I know you mentioned something about thirty minutes early. Yeah, in yeah. I, I mean, for me, I would study. You have to know your craft, right? So I did a lot of different trainings. I've done the Dale Carnegie. The Sandler Sells Institute, Aclavis, I think it's called Aclavis, some other ones. Um, you know, and here again, those some of those were provided by my company. Other ones I went out and did on my own. So, you know, being a salesperson, some people think that's easy, okay? But, you know, you get a good feeling when you've been sold to by a true professional, okay? You're comfortable with your purchase. And uh, what people forget, nothing happens in this country till something's sold. No doubt. Mm-hmm. You know? No doubt. And uh, so the training, you want to try to be as sharp as you can. You know, know, know your craft. Know the game. Uh, you know, mentors, as I mentioned. You know, I've used mentors. I became a mentor for my company. Uh, they would give me uh, some of the new guys. Uh, 
And then some of the stuff you can't you can't teach, right? It's the the work ethic, the drive. And you know, with Sam, it's it's more about the passion. He enjoys helping people. Mm-hmm. You know, the money's nice, but uh, you know, you see a lot of very wealthy folks that continue to do what they're doing. That's because they love it. Right. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, you know, my type of sales, and I, I, I told Sam, you know, early on, I wish I would have gotten into this type of sales, more of a annuity type based business. I, I carved mine out of granite every year, you know. We got the residuals. Right. You're you already the building. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, every, every deal he does is another step to summiting on Everest. You know what I mean? He yep. doesn't have right. to rebuild it every year. And yep. once that starts growing, you know, then, you know. Gives you a lot of options. How have you seen him grow, you know, over how long you've been here now? Going on, we're coming up on year and a half. Yeah. Year and a half. Yeah, year yeah. and a half. How have, if at all, how have you seen yeah. him evolve or grow in the last 18 months? Well, what I'd start with is, you know, I had to understand the environment here. Yeah. And once I got an understanding, and I know I had just recently met you, but like I said, I, I've watched videos, I've talked to people, and... I, I became very comfortable with this environment, okay? You guys really, I mean, the first time I met you was just recently in the gym face-to-face, and the first thing I said is, thanks for taking care of my kid, you know? Uh, you know, you instill in these young guys, you know, not just, it's not your typical, like, sales, you got to hit this number. You gotta, it's more becoming a well-rounded human being. It's growing. You know, growing I person. love the fact he goes to church every Sunday, man. That just, you know... So, uh, yeah. Um, but I've, I, I started to see in him, you know, he, he became a student of the game. I mean, when he started studying for the, for the exam, I mean, he, he, he knuckled down and he studied, passed it on the first, first, first go round. Uh, I also did not pass mine on the first go round. He got me again. (laughs) So then, you know, you have a good program set up here. So, you know, you you know what works and what doesn't work. And I know that took time to develop, okay? So he got the script, and that script, if I had to hear it, no, if I had to hear it one more time, brother, I mean, <laughs> yeah. he just he just memorized that thing. And I understood why he did it, you know, because you got to have that baseline. That base. And, mm-hmm. and then when you get into a meeting, once you have a good base, you can go a lot of different off. directions. Right. Yep. Yeah. So when I started uh, talking to him, I started, he wanted me to start tracking some of his deals. I put a stri- spreadsheet together and we started talking about it. But it wasn't long that I, I even told my wife and a good friend of mine, Chris Long, who's a sales guy. I said, man, when I, when I talk to him, he sounds like a sales guy now. He <laughs> sounds like he's really understanding the sales, it, what it takes, the mechanics of a sales call how to go out and uh, prospect, how to cold call, and understand probably the, one of the top things is, you know, you got you to gotta put a lot in. You know, you, you got to do the work. Got to put the work in. You got to put the work no in. No way there's, around it. There's no way around it. You got to put the work in. And I used to, I, I told him some of the things that I had done in my early career. I had a hunter-type hunter, hunter type territory and, you know, this was before email and everything. I used to do my sales calls during the day, then drive around at night in, other, you know, whatever city I was in. And back then I had a micro cassette recorder and I'd talk, you know, different places. I'd go into a uh, office park and read all the names and then send that tape to the admin person. She'd research them, get them the numbers. Wow. I mean, you had to do the, you, wow. you got you to do the work because as you yes. know, 
the cell. That's that edge. Yeah. Right. How many people do you think were doing that? Right. Extra. Right. And in that I, company. And I had another mentor that used to None. say, hey, get lost in your territory every so often. You'll find some other things. Now now you have the, the internet and all that type Navigation. of thing. Navigation. Right. All that yeah. type of stuff. But I, I really started to see him grow uh, not only as a... Uh, as a salesperson and this particular organization that you you've you've done an incredible job putting together um it really has got a support system i mean brody yourself these guys tristan Mm -hmm. you know they they back these guys and they understand it and you understand you know when someone might have a little call reluctance or they're getting a little stressed out you see that Mm -hmm. you know here again managing to a guy's strengths the last thing you want to do is you know break a guy right Right. So. We try to develop the whole character of the person, right. you know, the best that we can because they, you know, not all the time, not everybody's right. successful, but we, we do have a lot of people that come in and have a lot of success relatively fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and so that's, you know, it's normal to see, you know, like that's not, you know, someone comes in and they make a hundred grand at, at 21 years old. Right. And, you know, Steve in his second year makes 400,000. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you look at that, my only my fear and my focus is on, man, some, cause somebody did it for me, right. you know, right. somebody, somebody did it for me. They developed, helped to develop my character. I, yeah. you know, I bumped into, uh, Jim Serace and Marcus Smith when I first started and that's where the whole, uh, spirit thing, you know, came into play and they mm-hmm. started to help me grow myself spiritually. And as the first time I really read a book from front to back and, 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 and I look back on it and I'm thinking, man, there's no way I would have been able to handle right the outward success uh, in the money and the cars and the, you know, all that stuff at 25, Mm -hmm. if I did not have the character being built behind the scenes, you know, because, you know, they say sometimes your talent could take you to a place that your character can't keep you. Oh, I like that. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I just want to make sure that our people aren't, their talent isn't getting them to a place that their character, that foundation can't keep them. And you have that character so much to the point where you've already been promoted mm-hmm. and, uh, and you're in leadership, mm-hmm. you know, currently right mm-hmm. now. What's your experience been so far in, in leadership? What yeah. do you like about it? Yeah. And, and why do you think you're doing, yeah. doing well? It's, I mean, it's, it, it, it was interesting going from, you know, just a solely a sales position where that was my only focus. You know, my focus all of 2019 was, you know, on, on helping others and, and my success. You know, I was writing my own book. Now it's, you know, I'm helping multiple people you know, write their own book and supporting them. Yep. So, you know, it, it was an inter- it's, it was an interesting transition it, and it took me a couple of weeks to kind of be like, okay, like, you know, it's not, I don't got to focus on me, my sales. It's time to focus on other people and their sales and just, I mean, just developing them. Um, you know, I think it's one of the biggest things that I've seen so far in being a leadership position, because, you know, I, I hear, you know, Tristan talk all, you know, all the time about, hey, you know, like developing yourself, everything like that. What the coolest thing that I've seen so far is the time that I've spent developing, developing my leaders like John, Rob, um, you know, all these guys is when they pour into someone else and they develop someone else. And then I see that person grow, you know, because that's really because I I can pour into other people. But how I know if it's working is if the people that they're developing, no doubt, you know, because that shows me that I'm developing leaders, not just developing people. I'm developing leaders to develop other people. Come on, you know, amen. So that's that. That's probably been the coolest thing that John's I've seen. John's young. 
Yeah, and he's, he's eight, having a lot of he, success. Yeah, yeah, he's he's eighteen. Rob's nineteen. It's crazy. I've never met you know it, like the what's cool. You know how? how? Why, why don't you give some tips from a place that I can't even give them from? Yeah, you know it, it, how would someone go even in in out in this industry or outside this industry? What? How would you give some advice to someone eighteen to twenty one years old on? You know, how do you move up the, the ladder fast in a yeah. company? What, what success things have you learned that yeah. got you to where you are? Because, you know, your dad talking about, you know, if I had to hear that script one more time. Yeah. You know, th these are the <laughs> yeah. things that people don't see. They right. see the, you know, they, they want to do what you do, but they don't want to do what right. you did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, yeah. that type yeah. of stuff. Absolutely. You know, what things can you extract give or yeah, give yeah. to that? I think for a young person, like someone who's 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, I think at that age, you kind of got to have, like, you got to kind of have it already, you know, set up when you initially come in here. Like, you got to be, like, if you're that young, I feel like you got to have some maturity. You know, you got to have some level of maturity to even understand it, to grasp the concept, yep. you know. And then um, from there, I mean, if someone, like, these guys, John and, and Rob, you know, they already came here with, like, they were already developed when they came here. You know, we're just we're just polishing it up. You know, as we go. Well, one thing, not to interrupt you, Sam, but one thing I saw is uh, and witnessed was there's a roadmap to success here. So at 18 or 19, at least for me, right, you don't really know what you want to do. Right. Okay. You're going in a lot of di different directions, and there's people pushing you in different directions. You know, the conventional ways you get out of get out of high school and you go to college. You know, but uh, I think what what young people see here, there's, there's a true roadmap. There's here. a direction. That's, that's what I was going to bring up is, you know, once someone ha like point, once someone, you know, comes in here and you see that they, they have the maturity level and everything like that. I mean, it's simple. Just follow the, the roadmap, you know? Yep. I, I just, I just did what you told me to do or I just, you know, so that's one thing that people can pull is just being coachable. Yeah. Yeah. Being a student, Absolutely. you know, if I look back on it, there's people that show up for mentorship meetings yep. and it's like, all right, feed me. Right. And then there's people that show up to mentorship meetings and they're prepared. Right. And, and you always came prepared. You always came as like pen in hand, notes, right. already had questions. Right. Can I record this? Like there was like, right. okay. Yeah. I, I started to get a feeling of, all right, I don't yeah. mind spending yeah. this time because I know whatever I'm giving out, he's absorbing. Right. And I yeah. could and I could see that at some point you were gonna give it to somebody else. Exactly. So, so that's time well spent. Yeah. You know what Thank I mean? You. So that sticks out to me. Your mm -hmm. you know, your dad spoke to the behind the scenes study habits that you had, practicing right. your craft. Right. You know, I'm talking about the coachability and in, in, in the preparation. Right. You know, and, and, and I think you've also come in, you know, you young folks are, you know, obsessed with getting better in the business. You right. know, I, I watch a lot of young people and they're like, well, I'm young, so I'm just going to party. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So 19, 20, 21, they're just, you know, everything but focused. Right. You know, if they make a thousand dollars, I mean, we've had them, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. They make a thousand dollars in a week. It's like the biggest thing. We'll ever. see you in three weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? They ain't yeah. coming back for two or three weeks. You know right. what I mean? You guys have that. Okay. But yeah, now what's next? Like right. we, we made that we're going to, but we got to keep going to work and we got to stay focused right. and it's not all party, yeah. Yeah. you know, and where does that come from, come from that mind frame? Cause I think that's where young people yeah. struggle. Yeah. I think it's, again, I think it's surrounding yourself with those like-minded. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Aligning yourself with, with other individuals who have that same mindset, you know, um, the group, you know, the, the people that I'm surrounded with are really, I mean, this entire, you know, agency, it's, 
it's cool because it's we're all young and you would think you know i mean most young people they do want to go out and party and do all that stuff but you know we're we're telling each other to go to the gym read audio books you know go to church it's like <laughs> if you're yeah. just if you're just around yeah. you know these guys you're just going to net like you, all, it's easy if you just if you got the maturity level just surround yourself with with that t- that group of people and your life will change yeah mm-hmm. and i always told them that you have to sacrifice you know you have to you have to put some things off you got to sacrifice it's all depends when you want to do it you don't right. want to sacrifice when you're 60 okay right. do it when you're the young the price gets more expensive oh, the yeah. order that you get the right. give the give off the trade off right. the sacrifice becomes even more yeah mm-hmm. like sacrifice that. on the back of the arm yeah i like that you know? yeah. yeah yeah so i you know i remember when, when when we started to warm up in our mentorship sessions you know finally i had enough guts to say you know, because it's almost like I don't want to ask the question because I don't want to hear the answer, you know. And, and so I'm like, so so what's your dad think? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, he supports me. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. like, he does. Yeah. What's wrong with him? <laughs> you know? yeah. What's the matter with him? Right. Tell me. Tell me something got to be wrong with him. So he starts. Oh, no, he you know, he he went to high school and didn't have a formal college education. Yeah. He came out, had a lot of success. He yeah. was in business, was in sales. And Absolutely. so I started to understand yeah. and grasp why, you know, you supported yeah. because I was like, what? Right. Yeah. He, yeah. he does. And then I and, and then I told you. And so we're going to get a chance to do it now. I told him, I said, you know, one of the things that that is is um, intriguing to me that I try to gain wisdom on um, and I try to keep a teachable spirit you know, no matter what is I know what it takes to take a kid and develop them from poverty to how to handle it and move up, you know, that way, because I come from that. Mm -hmm. What I don't have any experience in is raising children in a nice area. And, and, you know, my kids are going to go to, my daughter goes to Montessori school and we're driving nice cars Mm -hmm. and they got, private this and tutoring and you know stable environment and right you know uh i'm just intrigued by the 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 people that i meet like yourself that come from a a good background Mm -hmm. in in a in a good situation how the hell as a parent do you still manage to develop a, a child that is humble um teachable hardworking yeah. work ethic like yeah. he got a work ethic equal or better than some of the people that come in the door that that are talented and they struggled in life you know it's yeah. you see people that struggled in life they got that grit you right, know a, right. a, about them you have that right but didn't have the that type of a environment a, a, of up. an of an environment so it just blows my mind and then you don't have that uh spoiled brat not coachable, you know, I know it all spirit, you know, but you come from a good situation, went to a good school, had a good dad, you know, all that. And so those are things that you got to take a little bit of, of credit for that doesn't happen on, on accident. What advice would you be able to give to me? You know, if you do have, and you're developing, you know, children and raising some children, how can I make sure that my kids end up like that? Well, Great question, first of all. All right. So first of all, I, I can't take 100% of the credit, right? My wife, Cindy, who you yeah. met. I met Cindy, yeah. Yeah, you met Cindy. Uh, you know, you got a good partner in life. Uh, you know, when it comes to wives, I hit the lottery. You know what I mean? Come on. Great partner. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had similar backgrounds. So uh, 
you know, when I was off doing all that stuff, she was she was home taking care of the kids. You know, Sam's sister, Alyssa, the older she's she's the oldest. So if you got a good partner in life, that that really helps support support. Um, Now. I grew up and I had good obviously have good parents. Okay, two good sisters. But, you know, if I think about your question, a little bit comes into luck, the person itself. You know, Sam, Sam, you just don't, you know, when a child's born, it's a blank canvas, and you can help to, you know, mold. But he kind of had some of the natural things, you know, where some guys can, you know, very good in athletics. You know, Sam kind of, at an early age, understood things, all right? Now, there's this thought process that, you know, if you come from where you're not struggling, then you should make your kids, you know, struggle to learn. But I, I, I don't, I don't subscribe to that, and let me tell you why. All right, you gotta, you gotta kind of educate and mentor your children for the environment that's in front of them. Okay, at a young age, maybe like 14 or 15, um, you know, Sam took an interest in, you know, just the finances and whatnot. So every time I had a meeting with my broker my insurance agent, the bank, I scheduled them after school and took him. Okay. You only, they only know, they only know what you teach them right at a young age. So, you know, you have to, like I said, train for the environment. So if the environment's going to be, like you said, you know, at some time, at some day in their life, they're, they're going to have money, so you got to train towards that, okay? It doesn't mean because you were fortunate enough that your parents, that you were raised in that environment, that you don't want to go backwards and put your kid through what you had to go through. Oh, God, no. No, you don't, <laughs> you don't want to do no, that. I don't know how I survived. <laughs> right, but they need to pre- be prepared for what you have presented them later in life. Mm-hmm. So if I had to give you advice, and like I said, I'm, I'm no expert on it. You know, these kids didn't come with an owner's manual. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> you know, I just, we had a, we have a very close relationship. I have a close relationship with my daughter. Sam and I, you know, even though I knew, you know, in commission-based sales, we took, I took three weeks off. Him and I went around the country together. He was really into yeah. photography at the time. So we did some trips. You know, he saw me on the phone in the morning yeah. and whatnot, yeah. cl- conference calls and whatnot. Um, but you know, here again, support, man, there's no better feeling than when you're out on that limb and you know, that net's there, man. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you want your, you want your kid to go out there and try some things, you know, and get out there because as you know, that, that expands their comfort circle. Molds them. Yeah. He came to me, said, look, I want to backpack for a week where I make my own food through Arizona at a young age, young age. He did that. Then he came to me and said, uh, I want to work uh, for the Thirst Project where it, you know, 18 years old. Traveled around the country for tra- a year. Traveled yeah. around the country, giving speeches at uh, colleges and uh, high schools. So, you know, and I had told my wife, Cindy, I said, you know, when I can't prevent him from doing this stuff, <laughs> but I'm going to like when he went out west, I said, look, before you go that. Uh, there's a, there's a dude here in Pittsburgh that runs a survival first aid wilderness first <laughs> aid. Get it done right. I'm gonna yeah. prep. Yeah. I'm gonna prep you because that that's kind of what my dad did. I remember at a young age we used to give firecrackers, right? And my dad would say, "I do not want you to touch these firecrackers." Okay, and he'd look at me. He says, "You understand?" I go, "Yeah." 
And he said, all right, go get them because I'm going to teach you <laughs> safety around these firecrackers because I know in my head you're going to touch them behind my back. Yeah. So I'm going to prepare you right. so that you don't blow your, blow your hand off. But, right. you know, Simon, you know, it's just um, I, I, I don't have the answer. Support and understanding that understanding your kid's future environment and you want to you want to almost mentor towards that. Yeah, I, I don't know if that makes sense. sense. It, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. OK. And uh, so, I, you know, I just want to thank you guys for uh, for for being you. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for taking time out. Uh, Sam and Sam. Well, to, thanks for having to, us. Yeah, come up and, and rock the podcast yeah. and, and help people. And uh, I'm so proud of you. Thank you, uh, Sam, as I know, I'm sure your, your, your father is as well, man. I'm just so proud of you and the thank things that, that you've accomplished. And uh, I know you'll continue to accomplish. And, and uh, I got your back. Thank you. As as I'm sure uh, Big Sam does yeah. as well. And uh, so we appreciate having you on. Thanks again, uh, Sam and Sam. Yeah. Uh, thanks for Joining us on another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to told, told him I'm a beast, bud. Oh